Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Eric Merchant. And Jericho Price. And we are all up here in the media tower for the uh, ultimate call-out challenge, Dino Day, going on. Pretty exciting stuff. You guys uh, get a chance to watch any of the numbers? You're pretty busy in the booth. The booth flow, the booth traffic has been very good today. So we've not been able to get a whole lot of um, watching in. But, right. But we can we can hear the action. So that's been pretty cool. There's been there's some neat stuff here. Well, you guys have one of the coolest booths probably. You know, you got the beautiful blue, you know, Duraburb sitting right out front of it. And it's kind of just magnetic, I think. I think it works out good. The color seems to draw them in, uh, and then it, and then having them realize that it's a diesel after they get there because it doesn't look stock, but it's but it is looking stock. So it, it's fun and it messes with your senses. Yeah, you know, you're like, it well, is. You're and like, the color, everybody's seeing that, so it's a good draw, and we have a really good spot, I think. So I'm I'm pretty pleased with that. And then don't forget to mention the rail, the sand rail. Yeah, the, the, the little buggies hiding in the tent. We had to put the wheelie bar on it so it would stick out of the tent and let people either trip or draw attention <laughs> because, you know, we, apparently our booth space isn't big enough. So we thought if we just got it a little awkward like that, we could get some attention that way. So it's definitely been a huge draw. Both of them have been working real well for us. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the uh, sand rail. So that was a that was a thing that we kind of started with. Um, Nick Bodeway partners with me, has always had that interest in the sand, and we're a diesel company, so he kind of combined it. So probably five years ago, we bought a chassis, um, put a diesel in it, stretched it out, and, and kind of made it work, proof of concept. And then it came time to kind of step it up. So instead of redoing that, we took the drive line we thought we wanted to work with and went to a chassis builder and built around that. So now we had a purpose-built car for that weight, for that vehicle. The tubing is safer, the stronger. Um, we didn't have to remodify. We started from scratch with a whole clean platform. So, And then over the years, it's been improved and upgraded, and uh, driveline has been, has been changed a little bit and to get it where it's at now. And so we've had it out, what, four years? Mm -hmm about four years now and it, and it just does its thing it's it's been on its lid it's been flipped over um That's when jordan was driving no that was <laughs> <laughs> but but it's been dead solid reliable it's fun we can hot lap it great customer vehicle uh and it's just good publicity i love it yeah it is one of the coolest builds you know we got to see it at the dyno over at duramax tuner i think when nick brought it out for yep. us some dialing in jericho tell me about the power build in there what's going on for a turbo and injector setup in that sand rail yep it's a it was a lbz junkyard motor wasn't it is what it started with yeah to start with yep yep and then i know it's got a stealth 67 turbo on it from duramax tuner awesome stock injector still 100 over injectors uh 12 mil pump um it's got rods and uh, oval bowl pistons, but really pretty mild build. Yeah. Stock cam. Uh, the heads are fairly stock. Has some valve springs, push rods. Um, intake isn't really anything fancy. It's not an intercooler just because of the short distance. Uh, with with the spray, uh, it's just under 950 horse to the tire. Woo. Goes through a lockup power glide and a nine inch rear end. So three speed <clears> power glide. Is, is, oh man, in just, a sand rail. How, yeah. That equals fun to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and when we put the lock up in it that made a huge difference because a power glide historically just they're not lock up 
we don't have the RPM with a diesel to get a converter to couple together, and we only have 300 foot to do it in. So um, last winter, um, the car was kind of revamped a little bit with a different trans. The rear end was changed a little more stout, and it's just been incredible. It's another 300 horse to the ground. It's picked up oh four or five tenths, uh, which again, in 300 foot, is huge. Yeah, I, I mean we're we're running. Uh, fastest pass is a 336 and 339. Yep. Um, not sure the mile an hour. High 80s, low 90s, and again, sand yep. 300 foot. So on rail. I mean, that's pretty crazy. It's, it's How competitive incredible. is it? Because you guys, th there is a class up by you guys, right? There is. There is some classes up by us. Most of it is a bracket setup. Okay. Um, but it's we've we've been as far as California with a car. It's been up to Idaho. It's uh, it's made some stops in the Midwest. So. It holds its own. It's very reliable. It's very consistent. It's repeatable. Um, yeah, a few but weeks ago, the Shush Mountain Snow Challenge, um, it's an event where they race up a ski hill, essentially. We, we won that event a few weeks ago with it. Was so. you driving? What's that? With you driving? No, Nick. No, oh, Nick. Okay. Yeah, Nick was driving, and he was pretty pumped up. So <clears throat> that's always been a cool event. Draws in a lot of people. And anytime you can race up a ski hill, I yeah. mean, what's not to like about that? <laughs> yeah. It just shows how versatile that, that vehicle is. So. Yeah. Just to kind of give our listeners a perspective, do you know if it was what kind of run it was? Was it a green, uh, blue, or a black diamond run? Or do you know? It was the Bunny Hill. The Bunny no, Hill. No, 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 no. We raised the Bunny Hill. I, I, I guess I really don't know the answer to that. Oh, you guys aren't um, skiers? No. Oh, man. No, we, we, we go up the hill. Oh, yeah. I'm a snowboarder. I'm a, I'm a snowboarder. Paul's a skier. He like he know, he know just showed us he knows how to ski pretty well. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Country guy. <laughs> yeah. We were at three deep in a regular cab. Oh. Um, hey, so like six deep in a Colorado, but whatever. <laughs> So that, that rail, though, doesn't spend too much time with the front wheels uh, on the ground when you're racing. Yeah, with with how it is now and, and the driveline the way it is, uh, it's very willing to, to put the front wheels up. So it's it's working out well. The changes have been made and refined over the years with the chassis and the driveline and, and that kind of thing. The power levels have gone up, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, so it, it, There's it, videos all over the Internet on it. Uh, it gets a lot of traction. So. It, it's your patented color, and that's what I love about it. It's your guys' orange, and that's just kind of like your color, I feel. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that all worked out, the whole black and orange thing, but it seems to work, so we're going to run with it. Yeah, why isn't the turbo black and orange? Because it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Paul. for that in-depth review. Yeah. Of course, Paul. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's that's why. The, the whole blue thing, that's kind of what started it all. Um 2002 i bought a pickup truck it was an 03 that was the first year for that color um wanted a crew cab found that truck i liked the color bought it happened to be a diesel and that's honestly how the whole game kind of started for us really was that color and it happened to be a diesel and of course when you drive a diesel and at that time working in a dealership if it's not a if it's not a half-ton pickup or a Grand Prix at the time, it was different. Nobody wants to work on it. So if you, <laughs> if you buy a vehicle that's different, like a you know a diesel or a Trans Am or a Corvette, then you automatically have to work on them because nobody else touches them. So that kind of grown. I was introduced to some of the forums uh, from some customers, and you know I remember riding in my first truck with a with a with an edge box, and then you know a hot unlock, and I thought, geez, oh, Pete's, what in the world did I just get into? <laughs> 
and and it and just paid for the hot unlock and it was a cool thing yeah you know i you know i had to do the whole gas pedal thing and how many times the engine revved to see what tune you were in and things, things are different it came a long way yeah but just a little bit how many competitors here today are running parts that you sell um i would I, I guess i don't know of exact count um but being that we are duramax focused I would think that we've probably got a little bit into all of those trucks at some point, maybe sure. indirectly. I don't want to say that we're directly involved in the way specifically without knowing that for sure, but um, we have a lot of stuff that caters to everybody, including some of these guys that are competing on the line today. So, Yeah, what are some of the big things that are the big questions guys are asking at the booth today? What are uh, some of the real hot topics, Jericho? More for us, like we said, because we specialize in just the Duramax. So almost all the customers that have Duramaxes already know about us. It's it's what do we have that's new? What are we working on? That kind of stuff. So, and the answer to that is yep. Um, we've got some transmission kits in the work that we're going to be um, excited to release here in a couple weeks. Um, we've got our brand new injectors that those have been going over really well. Um, Tell me more. The new injectors for the Duramax? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Our Merchant Automotive injectors. Um, what are some of the updates that they've had to the LB7 injectors are, are <clears throat> historically no, bad hist yeah that's yeah. that's kind of the curse I mean we'll go with that so we wanted to we're always looking to sell something better uh, and in this industry nobody likes to deal with core charges whether it be a customer the company processing them the customers being out the money up front getting the refunds the returns all that kind of stuff so We've been able to put together a program. We're offering a brand new injector uh, for the LB7. Um, I think it's the best thing you can buy for a OE replacement, um, quality-wise, and you don't have to worry about dealing with cores. <clears throat> so there is core value on the market. So the customer can take those cores, sell them off, uh, keep them, but regardless, he's not out any money up front. So it saves him eight, twelve hundred dollars $1,200 out of his pocket when he does the job. He's gonna get a really good quality product to put in his truck, and it's kind of a win-win. So those have been real popular. We rolled those out in mid to late December. Um, and on that theme, cores in general. So we're, we're moving into uh, brand new transfer cases, 263XHD. Again, 100% new, we open them up, we install our transfer case plate, we ship it to you with uh, our performance oil and no core. Nobody wants to mess around shipping an 80 pound transfer case. Yeah, no shit. Um, by the time we get them back, there's not much left to rebuild anyways. So again, <laughs> if we can get into something with no core and it's not something rebuilt with a bunch of aftermarket parts, it's 100% new. So those things have been huge. That is awesome. I will say though, driving around in the side by side I was looking for you I I didn't recognize you wearing the Tommy Bahama hat I, this this thing is the hit I'm, <laughs> I'm so into this thing this is the best 30 bucks that I've ever had <laughs> so the story is uh the wife and I went to Mexico probably three four weeks ago when we're down there and you know doing what you do in Mexico which is nothing by the pool with drinking a hand and there's these these guys on the beach selling these hats so she goes down and we find this hat and i'm just wearing it because it was keeping the sun off my head i bring the thing home because it was 30 bucks you can't just throw it away and then i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do with it and i brought it to the show i'm thinking i'm just gonna sport this thing you know it's usually sunny so that's kind of been the thing so i've been rocking this hat and and it's i think it's gaining some traction i'm i think i, I think i'm on to something <laughs> i here. thought i saw another guy out in the uh 
the show and shine actually wearing another one do you think you set that trend here at the show well that's probably not going to work out very well then we're going to have to go find that hat <laughs> it's kind of a, it's kind of a one deal here so <laughs> but no i think it's going to stick i'm a little worried that i'm going to lose the hat so i'm probably going to have to go back to mexico to pick up another one that seems oh, reasonable wow. yeah that's what i would do they're the that's the only place they sell them so well i mean you could ship it in and amazon and i'm sure this has got a tag on what container it came out of but that's not the important part so. <laughs> it's the authenticity that makes it go and uh it, it just seems to work it does know? have a little mexico flag in the back now yeah, i get it oh it does okay. no <laughs> <laughs> he took that off pretty fast like what's going on with this i don't know it's 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 just working it's i was just gonna working. find some jack roush earmuffs for it yes and apparently the kid rock thing's working out pretty good for me so that's I'm that's sorry. who you think you look like, Eric, is Kid Rock. No, no, I was just told that. <laughs> I was told that. Actually, the next booth over, where all your announcer guys, they're you know, they're giving me all sorts of feedback, and so we're yeah, just you need a cigar it. or something. I'm I'm impressed you know, that they I, know who Kid Rock is. So. I, well, they're from Michigan. They're kind of they're okay. kind of yeah, it's, it's the most, staple. It's the most that's all southern southern sounded Michigan people I've ever met. <laughs> and it turns out I know them. I standing by the fence yesterday, and they're they're from southern Michigan. Yeah, they're kind of they're redneck corner of the state. <laughs> right, right corner, corner, right. Yeah. right. Just yeah. that corner is Redneck yeah. in Michigan, right? Bottom of the thumb, time. Yeah, bottom yeah. of the thumb. That's right. Way yeah, down that's, there. Right where that's, the bones. That's starts. how we do things up there. Yep. Just show the hand. And I'm like, I'm from right here, right where you know this crease is. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eric and Jericho, thank you so much for coming down today, uh, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, thanks guys. for having us. Not a problem. This has been Paul Wilson. I'm Danny Voss. Eric Merchant. Jericho Price. Thanks for listening.